Hey, Lodgecasters. Welcome to the Lodgecast, the official podcast of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This is being recorded at the Lodge. We're on the 18th floor of the building in the penthouse suite. For those of you who know, know. So you're tuned into episode 10. Okay, we have a chef here, an extraordinary chef, Denise Portillo, the owner of Fork and Good Cafe, is here. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that interview coming up. Today is May 21st, 2017. You can find us on our website, gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the Lodgecast. On social media, you can find us at the Lodgecast on Instagram and on Twitter at the Lodgecast. Our podcast and vodcast are on iTunes, Google Play, and Blurberry. Don't forget, we're doing not only the podcast, which is the audio portion only, and then there's also a vodcast. So if you want to check out the videos, we're going to have some images and some cool things for you guys to see. And uh, that'll wrap up the intro. So we have, okay, our sponsor for this episode is our house brand, Old Duck Grooming. I'm going to be playing a video. So for those of you tuned into the podcast, make sure you tune in the lodge to the vodcast portion to check out the video. The video will be playing up here in the corner for those of you watching. So check it out and I'll be right back. I spent hundreds of hours researching all natural ingredients and discovered for thousands of years they have been used for medicine and grooming. I also researched and found the highest quality ingredients to produce an all-natural, zero-toxin, no-chemical shave cream. My product was not developed in a laboratory or by some machine. It was developed with passion, innovation, and creativity. My product not only promotes healing, but also revitalization. The days of needing shave oil, shave cream, aftershave, and moisturizing lotion for your face are gone. Our product is an all-in-one. We sent our product to barbers from around the world, and nobody has ever seen a shave cream perform and provide the nourishment and revitalization as ours does. There is nothing on the market like it today. Shaving is the most traumatic act that you can do in grooming. And that is why our product promotes healing and revitalization. Old Duck Grooming is committed to the highest quality ingredients to produce the highest quality product. Check us out at oldduckltd.com. All right, so now that you've checked that out, uh, let me give you the latest and the greatest here. Just yesterday, we released our documentary, 120 Years of Barbering. It's on Vimeo. So make sure you check it out. It's a double DVD digital download. So we're talking, it's like, I think a little over uh, two hours, two hours of unseen, unheard of barber history. And not only the barber history that goes back, you know, 7,000 years, but we also got the stories of Fred and Frank. We're talking at the time, two years ago when I filmed this, uh, Frank was 89 years old. 
and Fred, the youngster, was 75 years old. So we have two old timers who have a combined 120 years of barbering experience. And so you really get to get a lot of good stories. I mean, Frank's been barbering since 49 and uh, Fred since 1960. So we got a lot of really cool history. And then we also did the Barber Roundtable where we had uh, legend Donnie Holly was there. And then we had Danny Becerra, our host there for the filming. So we did a Barber Roundtable and that's about 45 minutes of them just, I mean, really talking about the trends, the threats, the history, the life lessons that they've picked up along the way. So you're going to make sure you want to check that out. If you look, it's on our website, gentlemensavenue.com forward slash 120 download. You can click on the link there and it'll take you to our download page. So this morning, uh, well, actually this, this whole process, this episode started a couple weeks ago and I had somebody, a, a barber friend of mine from Los Angeles. He's like, yeah, I totally want to do like a food thing with you. Right. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll see if we, you know, if we could get somebody on, on the podcast, you know, and we could sit there and, and, you know, taste some food and, and discuss it and, and meet the chefs. Right. And so he's like, okay, I got this date, you know, I got this date available. So I go ahead and, and book it and, and, then they come back and they're like, nah, you know what? I got it. I got something to do. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, you got, they have a life, you know, this is, this is what I do. And, and they have a life and they're free to go ahead and choose. Uh, this morning I had someone else that was like, yeah, sure. I'll come on. I'll come on the podcast with you. They got called away last minute. And the point I want to make is that, you know, things don't work out sometimes and that's all right. You know, that's life, right? Life will sometimes throw you a curveball or, or just totally blow or whatever, but life is about doing what you need to do for your own self. It's making the choices that you could control. And you know what? I, I can't control anyone else except myself. And well, shit, even that, that's, that's, a, that's a full-time job. But uh, so that'll wrap up the latest and greatest. And I'd like to invite our chef, our interview with Denise. Chef Denise, come on. And she brought some goodies. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, here we are. Hi, thank you for having me. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm blessed. Hungry. No, I. (laughs) They they've missed out. So I'm because you know what? For those of you listening uh, or watching the podcast, typically I because I get I have like a thing with. uh, I had an experience early on in the podcast where uh, somebody came and they brought like publicist and they brought like a crew with them, and and so they're probably hungry. Well, no, no. Well, they they came onto the podcast right and. And they're all sitting there like, you know, watching me, right? And uh, I was like, in the creepy. intro part, yeah. I know, it was just like, I don't know, I don't know, stage fright or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, you know, I, I was like, you know, didn't have beer out or, or anything. So I didn't yeah. want people to freak out like, this guy's like a drunk. But you know, you want But you know relax. what, if you're drunk, you should just be like the best drunk you are. <laughs> I mean, I promote like be 100% of what you are, be real. <laughs> <laughs> but but typically what I'll do is the people are are... I'll tell them you have to wait outside while I do my intro and then yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll message you when to come in because yeah. to me, then I'm just totally relaxed. But, uh, you and your daughter are here and I yes. was like, you know, that's fine. It's freaking hot outside. Well, it's it is be hot, hot outside. It is hot outside. And you know, you have to, you have to, I mean, you're, you know, you're, I think the stage fight never goes away. You know, I've yeah. been on television and I, I talk in demonstrations in front mm-hmm. of people and, and you do get nervous, but I think once you get into the zone, Mm-hmm. like and you really feel what you're about the anxiety starts to go away after a while but beer helps definitely high <laughs> <laughs> cocktails help help anybody yeah we, we had somebody i mean we, we've we've uh I've, I've brought people on the podcast and mm-hmm. they're like 
I'm, I'll be like, hey, what do you want to drink? You know, I, I usually start with the light stuff, right? Water, yeah, yeah, coffee, yeah. Yeah, tea, yeah. beer. And ghetto me is like, yeah, bring some Bud Light. I'll be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> it and, is what it is, you know? <laughs> and, and I had a guy, he, he was scheduled at nine in the morning. Oh, man. And he's like, that's a little too early to drink. No, it's never too early because it's afternoon in some country, right? <laughs> and and I and I he came on set and and I just kind of had my little cooler next to me. Yeah, yeah. And when he got in here, because we're we're obviously what on the 18th floor of the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high up, high up. You could overlook all of the beautiful city of Whittier. <laughs> I don't even think there's a building that high in Whittier, is it? No, there's not. No. Well, I don't know. No, there's not that many floors, even at the one that uh on the corner of Hadley and Penn. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. an old Bank of American building. Yeah. I don't even think that has any. So we're the first skyscraper. We in are. Words. We are. Yes. In our own mind. I think we should create it a little bit higher. Yeah. So, so the guy comes, right? And he's like, he gets in here and I'm like, in here, there's no time. Mm -hmm. You don't realize it's nine. It's like Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're in Vegas, you have no, no concept of no time. No breakfast. Breakfast for beer. Oh yeah. We've had, we've had, yeah, beer 30 breakfast uh, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> And I always tell people drink responsibly. Yeah. But so you're, you're a chef. And I mean, how, how did you get started? Well, um, I've actually always had a love of, of cooking and I my life was pretty chaotic pretty much all my life. And the only Zen that I had was actually being in the garden and being in the kitchen with my grandmother. Um, that wasn't what my grandma did. She she had her, her uh, I think, her master's degree and she was always um, but that was what she loved, you know. And so she taught me how to basically like take care of your garden, create floral arrangements for your tables. She was kind of like a Latin Mar Martha Stewart. Mm hmm. So as I got older, you know, in the 90s, um, being a chef wasn't as uh, prestigious as it is now. Now everybody and their mother wants to be a chef because of Food Food Network, which is a good thing for us. But the people that have like true passion, like I do for being uh, in the culinary field, it, it um, you have to weed away mm -hmm. the people that really it's it's their heart that creates the food versus uh, a paycheck or the notoriety. You know, you have to be about what you're cooking and mm -hmm. you have to always have passion and love and energy in your food. If not, it's just it's just food. You know, it become everybody. Everybody gets on the bandwagons of, you know, one time people want to they want to create beer and then. And then after that, it's a fad. And, you know, being, being a true chef is being an artist and you need, you're you going to continue to create. It becomes your life. Mm -hmm. So um, I was probably I used to own a flower shop and I had my daughter, Sophia, and um, I was watching a movie, Tortilla Soup. And in the 90s, I wanted to go to culinary school. But back then, because it wasn't well known, you had to pay. And like it was a monthly payment of like two thousand dollars a month for mm -hmm. Le Cordon Bleu. It was owned wow. by one man. It was really small. So um I was getting a divorce from Sophia's father and I, you know, was watching tortilla soup and I was actually probably drinking beer at the time because I was stressed out <laughs> and um, it had such bold and beautiful flavors. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always been the better chef or cook of the house of my family, mm -hmm. creating all kinds of different things. But, you know, when you go to culinary school and a real culinary, uh, like a true culinary school, you know that you there's so many wonderful techniques that you have no idea that it's it becomes a food science mm -hmm. and ironically i hated food i hated science and i hated math and those are the two things that you need to have in order to be uh, to balance as a chef mm. so um after that i immediately signed up and it was still a relatively small school um after i graduated then a corporation bought it it became commercial and it just it kind of lost its uh its vibrancy as far as like the quality of, of, of students that came out once you graduated. When I went, I was fortunate enough to still have the, the core of what Le Cordon Bleu was about. Mm -hmm. 
And so I started off uh, being a, a, um, a chef for just corporate and mm-hmm. it evolved. I, I had the wonderful opportunity of being Nike, one of Nike's main chefs, uh, the former mayor of Villaraigosa. I did the inauguration for Garcetti Kardashians before um, mm-hmm. she really got her butt done. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so you didn't contribute to that? No, I didn't. Actually, she's very pretty and really nice. But she wasn't. She didn't have any of the stuff yeah. on her. And um, we got to do like Roberto Cavalli. We got to. We. I had great opportunities, and I've had opportunities to be on television. I was on the Food Network and. Uh, for uh, Chef Wanted with Amber Al, her first season. I was on, uh, I've been on several times KTLA, uh, KCAL. I was on a, um, a segment called Breaking Bias, which is uh, women being a woman in a ma- male-dominated um, industry, which it still is. You know, I mean, normally you ask for a chef and you think we're either um, pastry chefs or we're somehow like a sous chef. But mm-hmm. I opened my restaurant by myself and it was, it's been, it's been difficult, but it's, this is my second restaurant. My first one I opened with um, my ex, and it was vandalized. So we we closed it, and she and I separated. And then, you know, I did catering again for the movie industry. And, you know, I've talked to you. The movie industry yeah. catering is pretty crazy, yeah, you know. Um, but I've had such great opportunities, you know. And being a single mom pretty much throughout the whole my whole career, it's allowed me to have my daughter and, and experience kind of being like a stay-at-home mom and also – you know, it's kind of like I get to do my hobby and how great is that? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're doing what you love to do. And, you know, every day you wake up and even though it's like, God, I got to do these things, yeah. it's still better than working for somebody else and not loving what you do. Yeah. So, you know, and, I, and I'm glad like I met you and um, I get to meet such great people in Fork and Good. You know, yeah. it's it's a great it's a great place. It's a great concept. I'm, I'm We're still ironing out the kinks, but, you know, I have a great staff and basically my vision is whatever I practice Ayurveda. Um, I go to this, I go to a school, so mm-hmm. I'm a chef and I'm a Reiki energy healer. And so I believe that what we get from the earth, we get enough nutrients. We can, we, we don't have to take supplements as long as we balance our life, which mm-hmm. means I don't completely take out sugar. I don't completely take out alcohol. You need to balance your life and all that you do, you need to yeah. surround yourself with positivity and you need to be as focused as you are. Cause I think people forget that we're creating our next generation. We're creating, we're influencing what our world's going to look like mm-hmm. in the future. And even though people look at me and, and if they just talk to me, they don't see what I look like right away. They think I'm wearing Birkenstocks and I'm this hippie chef that, you know, no, not at all. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm totally not like that. But I am yeah. about, you know, um, respecting each other as human beings. And yeah. that's what my restaurant is about. Yeah, I think that there's a, you know, one thing I'm going to do real quick, and I've never done this during a filming, is actually uh-huh. I'm going to check because I've had this air conditioner on. I don't know if I put it on low. I don't know. So I'm going to get okay. up and look at it. Yeah. Are you hot? I, no, I don't know if I put it on low or high. So I'm going to just double okay, check. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Because we're not going to cut this. Okay. Because it's uh, pretty hot. And, is it high? It's on low. I wanted it on low. Oh, I thought you wanted it on high. No. I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you good? Okay, so let's get to the food because yeah, I know that you've eaten at my restaurant and I'm sorry. Oh my God. That Tell me you brought utensils. I didn't bring utensils. You're going to have, you know, we're Mexican. Can't you put like a, <laughs> or I think you're Mexican. I don't know what you are. But, um, but basically, basically, um, I don't know. Can you get your assistant I, to come and bring some utensils? I don't have anybody here. You don't? Oh, man. Okay, so. It's okay. Well, well I'm going to take a picture because I want to be able to post it on, onto the, well, there, it's the not podcast. Really, it's not really. Just take a picture of this one because this one just doesn't. It's not present, It's not presentable. Okay, well, so what am, what okay, am I taking a picture so of? So what we're looking here? at right now is our avocado bacon toast. And it has like avocado butter, tomatoes, Parmesan cheese, 
uh, over easy egg bacon. And our bacon is smoked and candied. We have a arugula and we have a breakfast salad. And this is, um, I forgot, I think this might be our kumquat, kumquat um, dressing. So at Fork and Good, we make everything. Mm-hmm. We believe in like, literally like taking that extra mile. And yes, our customers get pissed because it takes sometimes a long time and we run out of things but we're actually making it daily and then we have our spinoff on chorizo con papas so for the healthier version we have soy riso con papas Mm -hmm. and uh over easy egg so Mm -hmm. and the reason why everybody asked me my dad gets pissed that i that i put salad with breakfast he's like it's just weird it's not weird it actually helps your digestive system so salads are technically are should be eaten after your meal to -hmm. help with the digestive process not before so i'm trying to kind of alter the the way that we eat so mm-hmm. that we have a more balanced meal because if we feel good we're gonna treat other people good and our lives are gonna be more fulfilled yeah. so um i don't take out a lot of the components for a lot of the stuff that i make you know i mean people go on these crazy fad diets and i don't believe in dieting at all yeah it's you just know? eating the way you i eat. still eat pan dulce. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen yeah sugar's good for you yeah it's so good but <laughs> And I think when I when I saw your your I'm looking through your feed and everything yeah. trying to get the vibe of what you guys are doing there because I I went there on, on Mother's Day, and I had the uh, churro waffles. Those are awesome. And it, you know it surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure because mm-hmm. I'm like you know some sometimes people get a little crazy right the out of hand. I don't do that. Yeah, the flavor's got to be there. Everything yeah. was was balanced. Uh-huh. And I was surprised that it didn't chase like a churro shape like a waffle. Oh, gosh, no. You know what I mean? Some people, they go overboard. They want to be like, you know, just so on to their description. Right, right, right. And then I was surprised because there was, I believe, plum. It was strawberry and then there was Mm. like cube plum on it. Yeah, we used stone fruit. Yeah, which I was like, that was... Awesome, yeah. It it just threw me, but it was so complimentary in a way that you you didn't see coming. Yeah. It was that kind of like sweet, tangy tart. Yeah. Um, And so I enjoyed it. And, And I think that's what drew me because... We were talking a little bit earlier yeah. uh, about the uh, shortage of douchebag uh, uh, <laughs> eateries and or uh, well, establishments in Uptown Whittier. I just think I think what happens is people get, you know, you don't have to necessarily go to school to be a a great chef. You can be, you can have years of experience, and it, and it, you were truly born with that gift. And I think what happens is people see money, mm-hmm. and that's their that's their that that's their reason that's their motivation and the thing is is that i believe with all the restaurants in uptown that there's enough money and enough community for everybody to be profitable for Mm -hmm. everybody but i think that sometimes people don't respect the um the art form of of creating good food and they want to do all these weird crazy trendy things and they forget about longevity which again gets me back to they're not focusing on the art form of being a chef or mm-hmm. putting out something and really telling their community this is this is what I want to give you like a gift like like every time I serve food it's like this is part of me that I'm giving you I it's an extension of my kitchen my home like welcome to my home so when people have bad experiences in my particular restaurant it really does hit home it really it really upsets me because that's not that's not what I'm all about. Now, the other restaurants, I, I can honestly say I don't really go to too many because I'm so busy. But there are up and coming ones that I, you know, I wish them best success. I don't really know much about about too many of them. I am excited, though. Vaca Burger, I don't know you about them. He's coming. Yeah. And his burgers, I, have, I haven't I have eaten him, but he's a great guy. Um, and it should be. I mean, his should be good. Well, you, you know, know I, I, I've had this conversation with people because mm-hmm. at least with barbers about 
you know, I Whitt- love the barbers. The barbers love my restaurant. Yeah, Whitt- <laughs> I can Whitt- always tell they have good hair when they yeah, come. Yeah, Whittier's becoming definitely. It's not gentrified because it can't be right. It never. Mm-hmm. There's too much old money and too much people that already have wealth. And they're very conservative. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. not like you know, like Santana downtown. Uh, well, they Street, did, they didn't you know? like my name. They didn't like when I first opened they the didn't first like year. Good? No, they didn't like the name of it. I got a write up, and they said that my food was excellent. But what kind of sh- uh, celebrity chef am I to put something as awful that kids couldn't even say it? It's like fuck you. Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Uh, it was in the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Oh, they don't even count. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was <laughs> they're like, still in, they're still in print. They don't yeah, count. I was like, I was like, how could you say that about me? That's so awful. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather somebody call me a, a bitch or something than yeah. t- talk shit about my my name and my food. I was yeah. like, are you serious? So. That, you know, I've had some some changes. Like I said, you know, my restaurant isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not for everybody. There's the people that like it. And I'm really surprised and I'm really, really actually very honored that we get everybody from like little, like young teenagers, like my daughter's age, all the way to like old, old money, old Whittier mm-hmm. um, that love the restaurant. It's, it's everything in between. So it, we kind of like. You know, which I was worried about at first, but we really get the we get a variety of people that go in there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something I I, I consider because now they're they're what they're opening uh, Whittier Brewing Company. I'm like, oh man, is, is this the sign of the times? The sign of the end of, you know, it, it, everybody's gonna go on yeah. board. And you know, I mean, thank God we have enough homeless people in Uptown to <laughs> to make it. You know, st- still probably not as. Um, as desirable as, as some areas of LA County, you know, right? I mean, you see Silver Lake and oh, Silver Lake's awesome. You know, that's where I want to put Fork and Good next. Well, I, I, that's actually the barber that was supposed to be yeah. here. He's right on. Uh, well, he works there at uh, Rudy's on Virgil. Oh, no, Vinny's okay. Vinny's oh, okay. Because that, that's my father's from Los Feliz, and so and my mom's from East LA. So um, we, I have a diverse background, and so um, I'm looking at the end of this year to open up another Fork and Good in the Silver Lake area, where we still focus on breakfast and lunch, and it's the same. You know, I'm going to have the same food and the same the same stuff. But I, I mean, I'm I'm sure it'll happen. You know, I'm yeah. just I just opened a yoga studio. It while well, I'm in the process, it should be open hopefully the first week in June, and mm. it's in Whittier. It's on Greenleaf, and it's should be it's ancient yoga i'm all about like you know, yeah, yeah. you know i'm all about like grounding and keeping things old school you're, you're hardcore because it's not only the sense of like inner peace i think that you you not only portray but that you you live by just hearing you talk i mean yeah. there's that deep sense of you know there's it's been a struggle man i'm a little ghetto still but I, i'm ghetto yoga <laughs> no. no i mean it's just that well, i well, i wanted to show you something because uh-huh. i saw you put a post up that you were looking for I think yoga instructors, instructors or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, actually, I found some somebody, and I'm thinking, I think this guy would definitely be a, a good candidate. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, homie? It's your boy Creeper, eh? Today we're gonna get down on some cholo fit yoga, homie. That's or me. Some call it chologa or whatever. Right here, I got my yoga mat. Eh? It's really just a oh car my God, mat it's or whatever. A car eh? But sometimes you just gotta work with what you got, homie. <laughs> so the first pose is gonna be called rolling dice, homie. So you get That's down on awesome. me like that. Concentrate on your, Look at his your shoes. center balance. All right, then you get that dice like that. Roll it. All right, you realize you won, homie. All right, congratulations, eh? So now you lean in, extend. I totally reach for think the I body. need to put this on my. Get your, on get my your bed, I'll get your money. All right, oh breathe my in. God. 
on the I, I'm done. I wonder if you could do all of it. Oh, homie, you got stacks of chips like that, like your face, <laughs> Montana, or future, eh? You don't want no pressure like that, homie. And sabes que? The future's looking bright, eh? No pressure. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> Oh, I'm for sure gonna have to put that on my face. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, you know. (laughs) Good looking out. Good looking out. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking, you know, he's got a he's got a great following online. Oh my gosh. And uh, he also does uh, Cholo Aerobics. Cholo Aerobics. Sophia, what do you think about that? You know. No, Sophia, would you go to his class? <laughs> she couldn't hear. Only we could hear the audio. Oh, so she's... Um, he was doing uh, cholo yoga. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> My daughter's not impressed. She's 17. She didn't care. No, he's, he's a good comedian, but... Uh, he's Yeah, that's great. I think I, I seriously think I should put that up on there. I yeah. wonder I wonder if people would like go for that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, you know, my yoga, my yoga struggle is real. I mean, I do it every morning and I can honestly tell you when I don't do it, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. You know, I love that people look at me and they go, oh my God, you cuss. Oh my God, you drink Bud Light. Don't you do yoga? Aren't you a holistic chef? I'm like, I'm a human being and I fucking have feelings. And yes, I'm going to get mad. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, I don't, I think people have this misconception that if you do yoga, that you don't cuss and nothing bothers you, whatever. I run a restaurant. Are you serious? You know how many mm-hmm. people insult me on a daily basis? Like, yeah. you see my Yelp reviews. My God. You, do, you like, deal with human beings. I deal with human beings that have serious issues. I'm like, yeah. look, mama, come and eat at my food, <laughs> my place. I'll hook you up. No, so. and, and I, a friend, I, I, I started doing yoga in college. Mm-hmm. When I was in college and I got turned on to it. Sex and, is not yoga. Uh, <laughs> as Kama Sutra. <laughs> well, both. But, uh, you know, and... As, as as throughout the years, I've always stayed kind of tapped into it, and then a friend of mine, a barber, actually the the guy who owns the shop there. In, you need to bring him here. Yeah, where, where is Omar. he? Why is he not here? O- Omar actually, uh, I did a film on him, mm-hmm. and so people now will hear, but nobody else really kind of knew. It just kind of kept on the download. But anyways, I did a film on him, and um, during that time, you know, I was going through a lot. I started going through a lot physically, you right. know, and one day I was filming at his house. And he's like getting ready to go play a gig because he's a, a rockabilly musician. I oh, mean, nice. Okay. Yeah, he travels the world. I mean, mm. businessman, everything. And so he's like, "This is the only time I have free." He goes, "You know, it's either that when I'm taking a shit and yeah. he's doing yoga." And I watched him, and he said, "You know," and he tells me about all the injuries he's had, fifteen broken bones in his body, and he started encouraging me, you know, because he saw mm. the struggle that I was having at the right, time, right? And he was concerned, you know. He's like, you know what? I think you need to change up your lifestyle. Right. He went vegan and he went vegan. I can't and, do that. I need to eat meat. W- w- when I met him, he, me was wearing, he was wearing like an extra large shirt. Oh, damn. And now he wears an adult small. That's crazy. And he looks and he's so fit and, and is, is, he's just happier. It's what you put in. And it I is, think like you is. were saying, you were talking about it. It's not. I don't, it's not like what you eat, but it's, mm-hmm. it's the type of stuff that you eat, you know? It's, and it's who creates it too. Cause you know, you can go someplace and have the best, the best damn plate of food. And then you can go again, it, the quality can be the same, but it doesn't taste the same. And it's all about what the person that's making it is putting in. Mm-hmm. So like when my chefs come and they have attitudes or whatever, I'm like, you either don't come to work, get a replacement or, or do something about it because mm-hmm. the energy, energy is everything. You know, people are always like, oh my God, energy, energy. I'm like, but it's, we're all created with energy. So if you got negative energy and bullshit mm-hmm. around you, you're going to be stagnant. You're going to get disease. You're going to get, you're going to get like all these things. Like people say, you know, there's, there's dis, dis-ease, you know, which is, you know, you, you're uncomfortable within yourself, which has to do with emotions, you know, and not that 
yoga is the answer and end all of problems. But I think if you balance your life with good food, good people, whatever, and, and live to the fullest, you know, I see people that they go to church and there's nothing wrong with it. You mm-hmm. know, heaven knows I've been on that, you know, path before. Yeah, where I, don't it was like I tried, I, don't go I tried to, you know, I'm Catholic. <laughs> I mean, I, I really am, yeah. you know, I'm Catholic, but the thing is, is that I don't believe in all of the things, you know, I don't need to post on my thing, uh, excerpts from, you know, the Bible, you know, because everybody's interpretation is done. I can, I can walk across the street and give you a totally fucking different, you know, situation and you can give me the same thing. So it's all within who our personal interpretation. So, I mean, I just think like, you know, I'm just all about like, I I hate fucking fake people. I'm going to be real. Like, I mean, fake ass people, I can spot them a mile away. People, people think that I'm mean people, whatever, but it's like, I, I don't need to impress anybody. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. And I've always been this way. I don't know how else to be. And when honestly, when I was trying to be all corporate and work at a hospital and be all uptight and, and go to a traditional school and you know what? I was miserable. And like you said, like I started to have like problems with my back, problems with my arm. Like I had all these weird shit and there it's manifesting like because I wasn't happy. I was mm-hmm. unhappy with what I'm about, you know, and that has a lot to do with with just your your general well-being in life i don't want i don't want to be 70 years old and look back and think fuck i, I wish i would have changed that up yeah. i want to live now i don't need to wait till new year's to change my life either yeah. you know like I, I i know what i want and it's not to say like i i'm not judging anybody else whoever lives their life however they want but i have to respect that there's certain things that i'll permit in my in my domain domain and i think everybody that's why your opinion of like you know, some of the people in uptown, like it's it's a general opinion about a lot of a lot yeah. of situations that are up there. But, you know, I think at some point, you know, hopefully everybody will start to respect each other and themselves, you know, because. Well, I think the one the one thing that 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 creates whatever we see as a trend happening, whether yeah. it's in barbers, tattoos, mm-hmm. chefs, restaurants, right, you know, right. uh all this culinary stuff. I have happening. to learn to stop rolling my eyes when things I, I'm displeased with stuff. <laughs> you know, you know, but the only thing that the, the true measure uh-huh. and the true test of all things mm-hmm. is longevity is the sense exactly. of your success because you, what you did was not only authentic and original that to you. You got that. You got that. that you yeah. didn't sit there. I mean, like you asked me earlier about the pictures, mm-hmm. you know, those, that's my family. Everything in here has a meaning. Right. That's the stuff I have. And the same thing for my restaurant. I, I, I exactly. wasn't like, yeah, you see some mm-hmm. of that. You see some of the, People that go and they go to these antique and nothing wrong with antique places and they go and buy they yeah. buy their their persona their me- or in their and their memories. It's yeah. it's like they're creating <laughs> their memories, they're creating right. their own memories. And the thing is, is that even even when you get say say a partnership between two people or a friendship and and you're no longer friends and one person's heard about it, it's like you know you have to understand that like you want to create and and be okay with certain memories that you have. You don't mm-hmm. want to create bad memories. So sometimes you got to just like walk away from certain things. And and I have things in my restaurant that represent who I am as a person. You know, we're now decorating the yoga studio. I'm representing what I truly want. People are like, let me let me do let me put in a dance studio. Let me whatever on your days. No, it's a yoga studio and it's yeah. a healing wellness center. And, and that's all it is. My restaurant is just what it is. I'm not putting alcohol in it. I'm not putting any of those things. People want to bring their own alcohol. I'm that's that's cool with me. I don't care. <laughs> I as long as now you can, you can, you can bring your little ice chest. I don't know. You don't have it here right now. But I'm just saying I don't mind as long yeah. as you order the food. Yeah. Because because it's not about that. Mine really is the quality of food. But um yeah, I mean I just I just kind of feel that you know, a lot of people do lose their way, but you know, hopefully they'll get that's so funny about the antique thing. That's that's so right. No, people it, it, it's like it's like getting those pictures. Oh, there you go. 
Is that a fart one? No, it's <laughs> solid ice. Solid, solid ice. Oh man. So <laughs> you need you really need to do some stretches. Gary, no, you, can no, you even do it? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, like I said, yoga. You have to come to yoga Yoga has been something I've revisited because, like I said, at the at the urging of my friend Omar. You have to do the gentle rest- restorative. No, yeah, yoga. yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be in there li- with some viejitos. <laughs> <laughs> but it's li- good li- at a ground. A little bit of tai chi, but I, the diet, you know. Tai chi. My dad wants me to put tai chi in there. I'm like, Dad, it's a yoga studio. He's all just put tai chi. No, but I think it would be cool. No, you know, it, it's it, like you were saying earlier, the energy in life. Because right. I mean, scientists even say everything, everything, everything is made of energy. Everything. This pen that I'm holding, yeah. the microphone, everything. Yep. Us, we're made of mm-hmm. energy, and it, it's what we do. Because you're talking about negative and positive. Mm-hmm. And I think it's when you, when the way you live and mm-hmm. the people you're around and the stuff you do put in your consciousness mm-hmm. of what you can control, because right. there's very little things in this world that we could control. Yeah. Very. I mean, I, you know, know. I, I don't even think, I mean, I said earlier, the only thing I struggle with is myself to control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going hundred miles an hour. Right. And, right. and when you are uh, kind of like a, a, an adventurer and somebody willing mm-hmm. to be true to yourself. Right. There's a hell of a lot of risk that you can't. It control. is. It is. And you can't control other people. Like it, it's weird. It, there's like a right. fine line. You can't control another person's behavior and your expectation of what you think they should be like is I think humanity's biggest struggle. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, well, I love you as, as women. I love you. And this is how I need you to love me. But people don't get that. Okay. Once you get over that, you then realize, you know what, whoever, whoever, doesn't you have the conscious choice to say i do love you and i'm sorry because this is what i need and i think people just in general are so afraid to tell them tell somebody else you know be it romantic friendship you know family this is what i need from you Mm -hmm. and then if the person can't do it they need to be honest and say these are things and then and then you do you do have control of you then in a sense you do have a control in your environment so even though it temporarily may hurt say you're not going to be with somebody but you've now respected yourself to say, you know what, I'm sorry, but it's not really, it's not working out for me. And then you could go make your memory with somebody else who is willing to do it. But mm-hmm. it, us as humans, it's so hard to say, this is what I want out of life. Yeah. Nobody, you never hear anybody say, you hear people say, I manifested this and I'm living the dream and I'm what, and you're like, what, but what are you doing? Yeah. Like, like, what are you contributing? Like, what are you contributing? Like this show is awesome because you're really reaching out and getting to know who the people are as human beings, not just as the barber, not just as a chef. You want to know what we're about. Yeah. And that to me is amazing because there's no shows like that. Shows want to know, like, I can sit here and tell you all my accolades, I've been, I know, which I did, you know, I've been on TV, but that those are things those are my accomplishments that's not who i am that's not what drives me what drives me is my daughter mm-hmm. every single morning you know making her the proud proudest that she can be and letting her know that you know i love her and and when you do things based out i mean you you have a baby you know yeah. you do things based out of love everything is better so i think respecting you know and i've been in certain relationships or friendships and I've had to say you know what this is what I need from you and it's been such a hard struggle but like I said balancing my life has has allowed me to be able to have that ownership of of what I am you know Mm -hmm. and and if people think that I'm a bitch in the process like oh she wants all these things you know I've had so many people tell me like what you want is impossible no what I want is not impossible Mm -hmm. it's what I need we all need certain things to nurture ourselves and and I think you know as friends or as whoever or even colleagues you know you do need to have people around you that that you it's a give and take. Like you said, it's positive and negative. It's a balance. It's yeah. a constant balance. You can't forget. You can't you can't change anybody else, but you can change your environment and you yeah. can change yourself. And you don't have to do it mean. 
Yeah. You know, and I've learned that in the process because I used to be pretty mean before I would just cut people. No, off. No, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I know. I know. I'm like a nun. I know. I'm I like know. never. You know, little, little fact. I actually wanted to be a nun until eighth Did grade. Did you really? Yep. Wow. I think I was the only one that used to cry at uh, um, uh, Stations of the Cross. <laughs> I used to cry when the nun, no, uh, the, I went to Catholic school and they were like, Denise, you, you can't go to church with us. You're going to have to hold it together. And I was like, why do they kill up? Why? <laughs> and I knew back then I was pretty compassionate. You yeah. know, I like, I, I have a, a big heart. I do. Well, I think it's being real to and true to yourself, but at mm-hmm. the same time, not letting anybody else change you because everybody is, is looking for something. It's like you said earlier. Yeah. When you're in a friendship relationship, there's an expectation of give and take. And, being true to yourself because yeah. like what I do is like, shit, I ain't going to change. I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and, and, and do what I want to do mm-hmm. in the way I want to be. Right. And I expect that person to be the same for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then if we can coexist in that same sphere, right, then it's cool. And if not, then yeah, then. And be respectful. It, you know? Yeah. And it really it, is a fuck it attitude yeah. because, because in a sense, and then that, and then that's when the other person wants to cling on but it's not authentic and it's like well why didn't you tell me it's like why didn't you ask you know i think in any relationship like i said romantic friendship whatever you should ask hey are you happy is there anything that i can do and people don't ask shit like that i think it's so weird like i go up to my staff and i'm like are you okay how are you doing and you know my girlfriend's always saying like denise you can't get personal you can't whatever well why not i'm not overstepping my boundary i'm not asking them well, who they, they are, had they sex are, with they, they are millennials so, and I, you know, they, they do need to be coddled a little yeah, bit yeah yeah i mean but, yeah yeah burp? here you go here you go burp. i give them here here's a chichi bottle but I, you know but, but warm milk ew but no. you know but still i i i genuinely care about my staff because if they're not happy guess what people like you that come in my restaurant they're not going to be good to you guys. No. You know, so I do care as a human beings who works for me. I'm not, I promised myself when I opened into business, I would never be uh, mechanical. Yeah. You know, do I run, do I have to run things a certain way? Absolutely. And I have been, and at times I'm lax about it, but you know, um, there's a fine line between respecting, respecting people that work for me, but without them, without the dishwasher, without everybody, it's like a family. Without every component in your family, you don't have a family. You know what I mean? I just well, saw it. Yeah. I just saw it. I just saw it. It's right there. That's it okay. happened right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've uh, yeah, I've, I've been on this Goose Island trip only because I like the variety. But mm-hmm. out, out of my hometown in Placentia, mm-hmm. the brewery. Is that where you're from? Yeah, the yeah. brewery. Uh, they, they make this this old world style beer where it's mm-hmm. it's naturally carbonated. It's not forced carbon. Anyways, and that one is it. it is it like medieval times? Because that's what I was like. Much. Yeah, that's no. cool. No, and, and it, it, it's crazy because they only sell them like in seven, uh, 750 milliliter bottles. Damn. You can age them. Oh. You, you could buy like a bottle yeah, yeah. and it'll be like worth $200 in mm-hmm. a couple of years. Yeah. So anyways, when, when, I've, when I've been on set at times, we've done tastings or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's it comes back with the fury though. But um, <laughs> but it's natural, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because you're talking about natural. You're talking about not only the the, the food where you get your source from. The, the, well, the I actually have a garden and I'm yeah. looking at your 18 foot, you know, like on the 18th floor, like you need to get a garden in here. Cause <laughs> the thing is, is that that also helps me ground. Like when I'm having kind of an off day mm-hmm. and I just do simple things like, you know, pull some of the old leaves off or water with the instantaneous, you're going to, your, your elevation or your imbalance is going to be, that's the earth. That's the earth. You know, take your yeah. shoes off and friggin' water. Like people forget to do simple things when mm-hmm. we were the happiest, when we were children, because we were free. 
We didn't care about wearing shoes. We didn't care if we had mocos in our nose. We didn't give a shit about any of that mm. stuff. We cared that we were eating, we ate, and that our family loved us. Other than mm. that, nothing else mattered. It's so a simple life, right? And or and si- that's, simplicity as far as in basics, the stress, basics. And yeah. I believe in to go back in the basics. You know, you you can't pay something. There's nothing you can do. There's yeah. nothing you can do. You can stress out about it. They can sue you. It could turn. But ultimately, what are they going to do? No yeah. one is going to like, unless you're being malicious, no one's really going to do things to you. And, yeah, and they're not going to kill you. No, no. I, I mean, yeah. unless you're, and if you're being ghetto, then that's, those are your, <laughs> that's not, you know, but I have a full garden, you know, I'm going to be planting some other stuff, but I have, I have everything and it's, and it's pretty amazing to be able to create that. And then it's not in fruitation yet. It, they're barely growing my tomatoes and everything else. So my kids, so we still go to the farmer's market. But, you know, that's part of the whole thing, too, is it's a lifestyle. No, and, and last year when everything, when my life completely changed, yeah, yeah. Um, we started a garden. I started a garden. Mm-hmm. And it's been oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, out. yeah. Beets okay. and kale. Awesome. I, kale has become like crack you know, to you me. Know, you know? Re- but do you remember kale back in the day on no. Denny's? The little, oh, yeah, the yeah, little yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it was garnish, a garnish. garnish. I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, we like, don't eat that. No, you don't eat that. No, that was scary. Yeah. That's now like you tooth- don't eat a Denny's. Yeah, that's like the, <laughs> that's like the toothpick. You don't touch either of those. Yeah, you yeah, know, no, put them no. Aside. Yeah, yeah. It, but, you know, it is true because for me, mm-hmm. when, when I plant something, the mm-hmm. moment, I'm always thinking ahead. As I as I remove one, mm-hmm. I'll plant another. But that's how you have to live your and, life. And, and it shows you like life is cyclical. The cycle. It's not, yeah. it's not linear. Like exactly. most people think beginning end, right? Yeah, no. No, no, no. Li- life is a circle. Yeah. Because you can go from one season to another. Exactly. And, and you should end. feed yourself yeah. seasonal. You should yeah. feed yourself seasonal. And people forget that. On, and speaking of seasonal, because that's what I do out mm. there. It's I know, okay, tomatoes good here. Uh, carrots are good here. And mm-hmm. what part of the year? Right. So what, and then what's hearty, but that's, and you inject that all into your food because right, I right. see that and I will put up something that you mentioned earlier, which is you were talking about salad for breakfast, basically. Yeah. yeah. Right. About yeah. your dad giving you. Oh my uh, God. He gives me grief, shit every right? time. He's like. Didn't. I would say shit, but you could say shit. I'll say grief. <laughs> say respect them. Uh, but. Uh, but aren't those beautiful? No, it's. it's that was at the farmer's market in uh, Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And they're so gorgeous. I mean, that's the thing is that is that when you learn to appreciate the color and the beauty, I think, and, you know, you put salads could be, you know, they have all everything you want. You put eggs, nuts, protein, and, and it doesn't and you can get kind of a sweetened um, dressing. That's so much more. I can guarantee people are going to walk away feeling that much better. We have something called the Go Remo, which is really popular. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I want to put a couple more breakfast salads on my menu because you know, it's so good. And you can make these things to go. Like if you don't come to my restaurant, but you want to make them say you guys are leaving mm-hmm. somewhere, that's a cool, easy, quick fix. And you're, and you're so much more balanced and yeah, you can eat a hearty lunch. You can eat a steak for lunch if you want, you know, yeah. but as long as you're balanced, like I only do red meat like once really? every two weeks, maybe we do red meat twice. We're, we're big myself and my daughter. We're big red, uh, meat eaters, but we only do it twice a week. And then we do chicken. Then we have a couple of days where we don't, we just do vegetables. I'm about 75% vegetarian. Really? About 75. Yeah. I, 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 I love like a I, good non with quinoa and hummus. And, oh, okay. And kale yeah, okay. and tomato. You have to try our green goddess hummus. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, and I think that that's, that's the food. I mean, when we're mm-hmm. looking at food, it's, how you so there was a picture of the of the greens and then here we have a what a salmon it's our spinoff on a lox our lox pizza mm-hmm. so people really like that i mean i i'm not a fish eater but it's been one of my most popular items that in the chicken chile verde pizza mm-hmm. and um 
you know, I mean, I just kind of what I took was favorites that I saw from everybody, you know, and and I created um, like healthier spinoffs on them, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, so a lot of the things just gave are just way more flavorful for our clients, you know, yeah. than the traditional like bagel and lox. Is that, is that an egg up there? That's an egg. Yeah. Yes, that's an egg. Uh-huh. Can't go wrong with an egg. No. <laughs> I hate eggs. Do you really? <laughs> I hate eggs and chocolate. Is that why you brought me eggs? You're like, I, I brought you eggs. These. No, it's good. You should try it. I, I would, your, but you, 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 there's no utensils. Use your hands. It's okay. Pretend we're India. We <laughs> eat with our hands. <laughs> I didn't bring any. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'll, I'll try it later. <laughs> but, but um, and then here is another one. In, are, ca- in case you're don't. wondering, all, so all these images that I'm you, talking you're about. You're my images. Well, I needed somewhere. images of okay, references. That's okay. I, I like the videos myself. There, I really appreciate did, that. Did you see that? So it'll appear up in this box up to your oh. right. Oh. There'll be a box there on the video and these oh, okay. images will appear Oh, that's next nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I should pretend that yeah. I'm in it? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, you know what? Yeah, it's um, not just for us to look at here on set, yeah. but it'll, it'll so this, this is your matcha waffles, right? Yeah. Which I've actually become a fan of matcha tea. I that, my daughter coffee. is the queen of matcha tea. Are you she Sophia? can tell. She can tell when we have a different purveyor because one we had was really good, and then we used a different purveyor, and the quality probably wasn't as good. And Sophia was like, "I just didn't like it." But then I, but then she's tried our other one, which is a really it's a true organic product, you know. Mm-hmm. And organic doesn't necessarily mean that it has to have that fucking steel yeah. seal because people are just they're yeah. they're just paying for that. A lot of times it's just a way. Like your garden is organic because you're not using pesticides. You're not using any of those mm. things. So a lot of times I think people are misformed in the whole organic thing. But yes, our spinoff on that is is definitely, that's been a really good, popular dish for us. Absolutely. Because you have what, this has a fig, a fig balsamic glaze. Yeah, and it has fresh berries with matcha. And the, and it's really well balanced. It's not super sweet, but it's... Is this Sophia's one of her favorite dishes? I don't know. Have you had that, Mom? Yeah. She hasn't mm. had it. She doesn't. She's she's over the restaurant. It's we're going on three years. So she's you know <laughs> she's try, she'll come in when we we launch our new um, menu, which is our seasonal. We should have the other one within two weeks. We're gonna bring on like a turkey burger, mm. uh, a French toast, uh, lavender a lavender French toast souffle. Um, we're also gonna bring in. Um, like a uh, eggs in a nest, which we make our own in-house chorizo, but I think we're going to put soy riso on it. It's going to be um, the zucchini noodles with an egg, so an egg in a nest mm-hmm. with uh, some chorizo, uh, so chorizo on top uh, with probably some uh, tomatoes confit. And uh, we have some really, really nice, like a couple more breakfast uh, salads that are similar mm-hmm. to a go-remo. Um, but I think I, I'm really excited about the new summer menu, you know, and, so, and then she'll, she'll try it by then. So not only you're looking to put, you know, the energy, the energy and the ingredients that mm-hmm. are going into your food. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you find that, that it's an extension of yourself? It's a hundred percent extension of myself. That's why, that's why it does bother me when people, when my product doesn't go out. So I, I plan on being at the restaurant a lot more between, in between that, the yoga studio, going to Ayurveda school and <laughs> being a mom, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. to do my best, but we, you know, I, it's really important that people feel good. I want, you know, they get upset because I don't have Wi-Fi. We don't have high chairs. I mean, you have, you had your baby because I, I'm okay with kids running around. I'm okay with the mom sitting the baby on the lap or the dad or, you know, people talking to each other. That's Mm -hmm. the whole point. People get so mad because they want to eat within 30 minutes. If you don't like who you're eating with, your ass should not be eating with that person. It's, I don't care who it is. If you're, I understand that you're in a hurry, but the restaurant is not 
for you if you're truly in a hurry. You're not going to get anything in and out with it, especially if we're busy mm-hmm. in 30 minutes. It's not going to happen. Well, people have forgotten. People have forgotten how much to like each eating, other. <laughs> eating is a very like essential to society. And it's essential to to you have to you you need to like sit and enjoy your food. Oh, some, and some digest of the, it. some of the best meals I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good uh, mentor of mine, uh, mm-hmm. Rashmi, uh, mm-hmm. from Africa, like third generation Indian from mm-hmm. Africa, mm-hmm. and we would go to dinner, and you'd get there like at five, and you wouldn't leave till like two or three in the morning. Yeah, it was an experience. It yeah. wasn't just you know, bam, bam. The food. Well, that's out, why people right? like the holidays yeah. because. It's authentic food. It's seasonal food. It makes you feel good afterwards. You're sitting there communicating with who who you love. The person making it has put in time and energy and love in creating it. So people look forward to just those special times. And it's sad. And, you know, because it should be an experience daily. Mm-hmm. You know, you should at least eat with your children once a day. That that should happen. You know, with my daughter, my parents always, I don't give a shit what we were doing. We ate one meal a day. And same with Sophia and I. There there has been times where we didn't get to eat together. And it's it's weird. It becomes a discord between us. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're somebody's roommate, grab a sandwich together. Sit down yeah. and talk. I, mean, I think people are so on their phones and on everything else that they, they forget that they're human beings. Human you interaction. Know? It doesn't happen anymore. Like you were saying happen. earlier, it's the basics. Yeah. My little sister's kids, I love my sisters. I love you guys if you're listening, going to listen to this. <laughs> but um, they're they're in their iPad. No. My kid, I have to tell her, get get off. Let's talk. But but what happens is when you see somebody else on the phone, then I get on my phone. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. If she's she if I'm on my phone, then she's going to get on my phone. It's like, it's like, instead of just saying, can you pay attention to me? Mm-hmm. No one, again, back to my concept, no one says what they want. I mean, you don't have to be ridiculous, but I'm just saying like no one ever says this is what I need from you. This mm-hmm. is what I want. They wait until shit is so bad to say it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to go eat with people and they don't. I'm sitting by myself the whole time because they're on their phone. But I've done it to people, too, yeah. where I'm so preoccupied with my businesses that I've had people say they've gotten up and I've not even noticed that they got up and left the table. Wow. That's bad. You know, so because that's happened, I listen and I thought I think to myself and that's why I've kind of changing the way I am, because mm. I don't want to be that person where somebody feels that I don't give them the attention. So you because know? you, your restaurant, how long, how long I'm going to taste some it? of the egg no, with go, my hand. Go for it. It's there. Yeah. Sophia. You don't that's want to eat Sophia? Actually, this is good, Sophia. I haven't eaten. Use your no, hands. No, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead and, mm-hmm. and, and help yourself. No, um, you know what happened is I didn't eat today. I had um, three potatoes and this. And so now I'm picking at the food with my dirty ass hands. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I told you, go ahead and help yourself. That's fine. But And I don't like egg and I'm eating it. This guy started that's getting, what you I, said. That's I started what you getting said. sweaty and I was like, oh, I better eat something. Did you want a cold water? There's no, weird. I got cold water. You, you don't want another beer? No, I think I'm good right now. Are you sure? That was a beer for breakfast for me. So. Damn. But look, it has a, what does it have on the front? Artichokes? Hops. Hops. There you go. Hops. Look at that. Okay, so. Huh? You want to go get me some food? No, we'll go get something right now. Are you hungry? She had biscuits, bits, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. You haven't tried that. You have to come back and try no, some no, of this definitely. You know what? I'm going to have, if you want. Can you hear me too? Yes. Mm. That's okay. Okay. So. That, that way you, when people listen to the podcast, they'll just be like, I wonder how good forking good cafe I is. I wonder how big she is. That's what they're no. going to think. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I know people and I'm thin and people are like, you never trust a skinny chef. 
really, dude? Because I'm actually cooking. You want to eat for me because I'm really cooking. I'm not eating your food. So what I'm going to do, and I think it'd be really cool for you because you have all your your little setup here. Um, I want I'm going to launch the new menu, but I want to bring people in Mm -hmm. like yourself and um, to come in and actually taste the food before we open it because mm-hmm. we're also going to be extending our hours. So oh, wow. Thursday through Saturday, we're open eight to four, but on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, now starting uh, mid June, we're going to be open eight to eight. Mm-hmm. So it would allow people to come in and then if, if it gets busy, then we'll get more days, but that way you can come and taste my food. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Actually, you know, it'd be cool. Cause I haven't, like I said earlier, this is all stuff. I'm, wipe my yeah. Hands. No napkins. Or, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, the 18th floor. We we're very, very I know, minimum. I know. Minimum. <laughs> um, Oh, so anyways, I was saying earlier, did you have to go? In a little bit. Yeah, I got to go back to work. Okay. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. Okay. Um, You know, Not that I'm enjoying. I'd rather be here. No, no, no. um, But one one, one thing I think would be cool to do is actually uh, cooking on set. I think, yeah. Could you you bring this stuff? Could Could you take it down from the 18th floor? Yeah. Okay. We we could definitely get, you know. If you can do it. Yeah, Pancho and Chewy to to, to You know what? And have the yoga instructor. You got (laughs) to, you know, because with that, I'm I'm planning on having like a wellness fair Mm -hmm. to when I I actually open it. So I'm hoping to open in a couple weeks where I'm going to invite people just, you know, like maybe somebody that's going to do a chair massage and a DJ and Mm. and a, you know, Fork and Goods going to give some of the samples of foods. So, you know, it'd be cool if you can come and you can interview everybody that's here and let me know so because you, you said you're a, uh was it a reiki reiki reiki, reiki? Mm-hmm. you're a reiki healer mm-hmm. so that that i looked it up a little bit because i mm-hmm. was unfamiliar with it so it's, yeah. it's from japan right yes it's so from th- japan. tell me a little bit about so that. what it is is it's a it's a um energy you we all have chakras we have our chakra points and our chakras um our help what we our emotions are trapped in our chakras is that like the chi and tai chi yes yes okay. and so and so you have your root chakra which grounds you to the floor that has to do with your money that has to do with so um then you have your sacral chakra which is your creativity and your sexual chakra then you have your solar plex which is your stomach and then you have your heart you have your throat you have your third eye and you have your root there i mean you have your um the one that connects to the universe or God, whoever your higher being is. There's other, I believe there's other chakras, like we have them in our hands, behind our knees. There's certain there's certain areas, but but a lot of people don't. They just know those main chakras. And so, like, for example, people that have stomach problems all the time, like I do, you know, have, it's a control thing. So they're always feeling that other people are trying to control and take control, you know what I mean? So now my stomach's better because I've worked tremendously on, creating boundaries and what I do want and, and owning certain things. Um, if you have, for example, uh, like, like I have, I have a friend that has a severe lower back problems, but they're, they're constantly worried about finances and relationships and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Those are, those get stuck. So, and then, you know, you have a throat, you notice people that always are congested and have throat problems. They don't communicate well. Think about it. You know, they're either angry or they shut down and they're introvert. I mean, it's crazy. So, I was going through a, a pretty bad breakup and um, I kept having allergies when there was not even allergy season. Mm-hmm. So I go to an allergist and I'm like, why am I get allergies would turn into sinus infection? I was always fucking sick. So he tells me like, you know, tell me about yourself. Like what's going on with your life? And I said, you know, at the time I said, well, you know, I'm in a marriage, this crazy woman. And um, 
and uh, I started. There's crazy people in the world. Is that what you're telling me? I think I've married all of them. <laughs> and so, and so, um, and I started to talk. You know, my my nephew had passed away that I helped raise. My brother six months later got blown up in Iraq wow. or at Fallujah. My uncle prior to that, six months prior to that, had died. Um, we had had so my brother-in-law had died. We had so much tragedy. My daughter and I got mono, so I had to shut my catering company. So. In, in, in two years, my life had completely it had so much tragedy that I couldn't, I felt like I was drowning. But, you know, as a, as a human being, we're resilient. We, we keep going. We mm-hmm. keep going. I had anxiety, but we kept going. So as I'm talking, my whole face starts to get congested. And this older allergist, the doctor says, you have emotional allergies. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what the oh, fuck is I never that? Heard, yeah. He said, well, some people, they get allergies and they have hives. They yeah. get hives. You produce the same thing, but it manifests this way. Hmm. He said, you need to go to therapy and try this. He's the one that told me, try energy healing. And I was like, whatever, you're crazy old man. Yeah. You're crazy. There's no fucking way. So what happened is I didn't listen. And two years later, I mean, repetitive sinus infection. I mean, it was crazy. And I had never had sinus problems before. But I wasn't communicating. I kept everything inside because so much tragedy was happening. My focus was helping Sophia without realizing that I had to help myself. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to be okay if I wasn't okay because she came for me, yeah. you know, and energetically there's she's going to feel. Yeah, of course, of course. So I end up going and I called this place and and it was the best experience. I left there and I was like, this is fucking amazing. So I did, I did a series of it for six weeks. And within six weeks, I have hardly any seasonal allergies at all i don't i hardly have any allergies i'm hardly ever sick and so i'm a big advocate so i started to feel like i wanted to help people because my journey was so crazy my journey from a child to where i am right now was it was so what people it's a story what people view as i used to be embarrassed by all the things that happened Mm -hmm. all the all the horrible things that happened to me but, you know, now I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I, I moved on. I didn't, I not only survived it, I, I overcame it. And, yeah. and that's, that in itself is great. So I wanted, that's why I opened Fork and Good. That's why I'm opening a yoga studio because it's worked for me. The yoga, the Reiki, mm-hmm. it's really helped balance. If you would have met me like even six years ago, you'd be like, this chick is all over the fucking place, you yeah. know? But because I worked so hard, and again, my motivation was my daughter, to be the way I am, I want everybody to know it's it, you don't have to spend tons of money on antidepressants or any of these That's things. True, yeah. You really can do it yourself. Do you need certain help? Yeah, you do. There's certain things. But if you take care of yourself, disease isn't going to creep in. Disease mm-hmm. not only happens with what you eat, it's your environment. So if you're putting shitty things in your mind and in your body, yeah. your soul is going to be disconnected. Well, and it's going to yeah. it's going to manifest in sickness. It is. No, and you're, you're I could just tell, I mean, just from what you're saying and mm-hmm. even your menu and, and your philosophy, I mean, it, it's it's a mantra, you mm-hmm. know, for your life is it's positivity. It's not not looking and being stuck in one spot. I mean, you do. People get stuck in their stories. They get oh, stuck. They yeah. get attached to their emotions. They become and prisoners. It sucks. And it sucks. And even though they said, well, I'm fine and, you know, I've overcame it. It's like you haven't. You haven't forgiven yourself for whatever has gone on. And yeah. and through Reiki and through it takes several channels of these things and really living your life a certain way. Like I said, do I act crazy? Hell yeah. You know, I'm still the, I'm still me. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't change me, you know, but it, there is, is a ca- a sense of calmness in me now. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't become a caricature, right? Some people do that. Like you're saying earlier yeah. about like, people are like, Oh, yeah, you're yeah. a chef. You well, should be like As this. you refer to as douchebags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't become a no, douchebag. Yeah. You know, something yeah. like, you know, I didn't get, not like I said, it, there's nothing wrong with being a tree hugger. 
and and a, but or you know there's so many certain people that want to be b- vegan because yeah, well. they want to take a stand in something but if you don't really believe and the reasons you're doing it is for all the wrong reasons that's not what you should be doing yeah. you know you your life should have a purpose that's your purpose only you no, know? and I think there is. It's good that there is a consciousness, right? There's a consciousness in, in society, at least mm-hmm. in the millennials, and it's affecting even it's you know uh, some of the older generation yeah, of is. dietary standards of the way they live to the music and this whole like you know it, yeah. because you do need to be centered. Because I, I love something. some easy. I love some NWI. <laughs> I just age myself. You know, I do. But yeah. the thing is, is that I'm always telling my daughter too, you really need to focus on what you, what you put in your mind also, yeah. because what you're constantly putting in your mind, it's, it's going to affect you. So if you're constantly listening to you're a bitch and you're a hoe at some point, you know, and you look around and you have all this chaos around you and you're the main factor every time mm-hmm. at some point you've got to fucking say, Hey, I'm the common denominator. something's got to happen and it's so hard to do that it is so hard to do that you know like she has drama with people in her school and my first reaction i'm gonna kick their ass like you don't hurt my baby (laughs) but i do have to take it back and ask her like mamita like what are you doing Mm -hmm. that that you're not being a good person what are you doing that you're not you know you're having these kind of people around you in the first place Mm -hmm. you know some people are going to act stupid whether you're nice or not Mm -hmm. but that's when you need to separate yourself you need Mm -hmm. to say you know what i can't i'm sorry but whatever trip you're going on it's a journey I'm not trying to ride. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's really, it really is that simple. No, and it's admirable to see that you're 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 not ashamed of, of your lifestyle as far as your philosophies. I am who I am. And the way you live. I am who uh, I am. Your culinary uh, expertise. Oh, because people people talk so much shit. They're like, "Are you straight? Are you gay? Are you whatever?" I like who I like. I don't know why I gotta say anything. You know what I mean? Like, I am who I am. No, I wasn't I, referring to that. Oh, what I mean, what I mean is your like, like, the way no, you I'm live. Good. That's what. Like, but I live means. my life like that. Period. Like, no, I know. like if I if I want to eat, <laughs> yeah. If I want to eat something for breakfast that isn't is for dinner, I'm gonna do it mm. because that's something that's gonna make me happy, and it's not gonna hurt anybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember being in my 30s and I ate a piece of cake for breakfast. It was such a great feeling because I was like, <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can do this. Freedom, freedom is good. Freedom is amazing, but we lock ourselves in our minds. It could be dangerous if you it, get a little. Yeah, it can be. But when you think about being, you know, I had an Ayurveda. Have you ever had an Ayurveda massage? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to have one. It's it's amazing. And they pour hot oil and it's and it's sensual, but not sexual. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it, it just, all of your senses... And when you leave there, it's euphoric feeling and, and you feel so good and you feel so grounded. And my girlfriend did it and she's in the, she's in the service and she's uptight and she's, you know, for, for whatever mm-hmm. reason she was deployed or, and she kept saying, I don't feel anything. Like I feel, I don't feel numb. I don't feel happy. I, I feel a sense of calmness. And it lasted like three days. I'm like, that's what, how us as society, this is how we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Human beings are supposed to be just just very calm and looking at the world and kindness all these all this other shit is what we were taught what we told ourselves we're supposed to believe it's it's all bullshit it's Mm. all you know what i mean and and it's so funny you're grown you you, you're born and you don't have like when when you're first born into into the world it's like you're free you know Mm -hmm. you're taught things but that's the key is that you're taught things you're taught not to like certain food not to like certain people not to like certain things you're influenced instead of just saying okay there's a difference between guiding and teaching somebody not to be a certain way you know what's what's your favorite food that reminds you of your childhood like if you had to have that one um i absolutely love pot roast 
my grandmother used to make the best pot, pot roast. You know, she did a lot of roasting. In the crock pot? A lot or of, just in the no, oven? no, in the oven. Oh. I mean, she did the old, old school where, you know, she used to make everything, pies from scratch, everything from scratch, you know. And so she just made, I mean, she even made caramel popcorn from scratch. I mean, oh. she would say like, oh, do you want some popcorn? And she'd go in there. It's just the way she lived. So it was... To me, like I love Mediterranean food. That's mm-hmm. it's so clean, it's so delicious. It's so I liked very I like very charred food, very clean food. I love I love very homey food, earthy food, and like I call it like gourmet gourmet uh, comfort food. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what I what I make because that's what I know. I like I like food that makes you feel good and doesn't make you feel afterwards. Yeah. So a nice pot roast. Is nice, pot, it's pot a roast spot. is a bit. Oh it's my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the meat it, or like I love short rib because mm-hmm. it just, you know, it's, it take. I think because it takes time to cook, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a process. It's like you said, it's a process that, that you, that you make. And then once you eat it, it just feels so, it feels so good. Well, so you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know what? My, my, my favorite what? is a taco of sour cream. Uh, as a kid. With chicken? No, just sour cream. You know, as a kid, you just wait, go wait, into like a, a tortilla, like a tortilla with sour just cream. Just a little dab of sour cream. Have you, have you eaten the bacon with the flour tortilla? No, that shit's bomb too. I, I can't do pork too much. Pork, I'm so ashamed to the say other that. White meat. Yeah. I can't. My daughter and I can't do it. We can't digest it. <laughs> she's not listening to us. We, <laughs> no, she's, she's completely tuned she's, us out. She's plugged into her phone. Yeah. No, and I. I I, I hope that what whatever you know your next menu mm-hmm. that it continues to re- reflect. Um, who you are as a person, and I think there's just no holes barred. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you. no, I'm gonna definitely invite you, and you, you can bring your beer. My food <laughs> might taste good better after your beer, <laughs> but I definitely want to do the soft tasting no, and tasting yeah. and have you, yeah, because yeah. I'd and, like your input. That's no. important to me to have people's inputs. You know, inputs. I, I invite young people and old people because I want everybody's opinion. Mm. I don't want just okay, you know, one 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 genre of people i want the whole gamut i want mm. i want to know what everybody thinks and feels yeah. about it so but but as a chef is, is that something can that sometimes uh, inhibit you because of no uh, approval or, or at the nah. end you just plow through no like, i just plow through you're like fuck san gabriel yeah times yeah, or whatever, yeah yeah fuck san gabriel times. <laughs> forking good whatever forking good is fucking good thank you um and, and i'm a huge uh, fan of, of your guys's food thank you like i said I, I stopped in there and obviously just went as a customer yeah and uh you know you you guys won me over your food is good thank you uh, your personality i mean you made sure that thank you, you stopped in and, and you said hello and and you know, it was a busy yeah. day, busy morning, yeah. and uh, I'm I'm thankful that you came oh, here. Oh, thank and, you, thank um, you. Besides the new menu and the yoga studio, mm-hmm. anything else uh, coming up in the future? I'm um, hopefully by the end of this year opening, uh, re- uh, not relocating, but opening up a second one in uh, Silver Lake area. That's really my dream to have that. Okay. So, and you know, next year is going to be a hectic. My little girl, she goes to St. Paul. She'll be a senior, so mm. we're probably going to be doing, uh, getting her a car. You know, doing all the other stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to. Her last before she, I kind of pole vault her into adulthood, like mm-hmm. go enjoy your life. You know, I tell her mama, stay at home as long as you can. Well, you don't have to pay rent yeah. and enjoy that life because once you go out, you're on your own. Don't okay. be having babies. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to raise any kids, any kids is ever hers. No. And it's it, like I said, it sounds like yeah. who you are as a person, it permeates, it permeates yeah, in everything that's, that you that's do. That's who I am. And yeah. as long as, you know, the, the originality, like I said, I could probably go to a few other restaurants in Uptown and they're just. All slight variations of each other. Yeah, and um, I love people. I've always loved people. That and that's you know good and bad. But I'm not I, a big I, fan of people, quite honestly. You're not. No, you're I, not. I think you know I I maneuver through yeah. the world yeah. and through life because there's so many right. things 
aside of of our own personal mm-hmm. lives but in the end it just seems sometimes it becomes more complications because of expectations right. or lack of whatever right and I'm, I'm i'm probably like the total like pessimist where i'm like if you expect expect the least and they do that yeah then shit you were ready for it if they do anything else above that yeah you're in you know oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah. it's like the minimalist yeah you know, yeah not, not, you can't go into life interactions um you know i i think i contacted you on social media and was right. like hey and I do that for people, whatever it is, whether it's actors, uh, barbers, or whatever. Mm. And I'll be like, "Hey, you want to come on?" And I think, what's the worst they're going to do? They're going to come to my house and kick my ass, or yeah, yeah, like you, just, you know, they're not going to hurt me, right, right. My feelings, all oh, those are long gone. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You I got, mean, you, to survive, and as long as you have authentic, yeah. authentic authenticity around you, mm-hmm. that's really going to be. Um, and you believe in yourself, I think, I think uh, you're going to gravitate more people around you with like, mm-hmm. like stuff, you know, and, and, you know, maybe just look at it this way, people not coming to your thing might be actually a blessing in disguise in certain things, because because maybe they're not where you're at at a certain level. Oh, no, it's, you know what I mean? So I, that I totally, that's totally, totally I agree. mean, I look at that, I used to look at it like, well, you're a dick or whatever, you know, with certain yeah. things. But now I'm like, well, you know what, you probably did me a favor and saved me from a lot of shit. So <laughs> no, I agree. Know. I agree. So, um, you you have a website. We have a website. I have two websites. Oh, or actually, I'm going to have three. So I have a www. Do you have to say that? No, I don't have to say no. that anymore. Okay. I have forkinggoodcafe.com. And that's it's F-O-R- F-O-R-K-I-N. Yeah. F-O-R-K-I-N, forkinggoodcafe.com. We also have, I also have ancient studio, ancient ancientyogastudio.com mm-hmm. and I have chefdeniseportillo.com okay. so uh, all of them cross-reference each other the Instagram tags are the same mm-hmm. um, and I just welcome everybody to come and visit and you know say hello if you see me and and I usually probably aren't really smiling because that's kind of creepy to walk around smiling <laughs> so people think I'm mean because I have the what do you call it the wretched resting bitch face yeah <laughs> it's just it's just the way my mouth is but I'm really friendly like no, once you yeah. talk to me I yeah. I, I like I said, I, I love humanity and I, I've always been this way. So, yeah. you know, but I appreciate, thank you so much. I'm honored to be on your show and, and I'm sorry I didn't bring forks, <laughs> you know, hopefully I'll that's see okay. you again. I'm going to no, make you eat at my restaurant no, and I'll give you fine. forks well, again. You know what? I'm going to make sure to take the, uh, the owner Omar when he comes in. Yeah, uh, please we'll, do. We'll make sure to uh, yeah. stop by there and I'll, yeah, I'll tell him definitely to come down. Uh, spread the word. But uh, thank you for coming thank over you. and uh, for Sophia for putting up with Sophia. The, my nonsense here. Oh my God, that chilla yoga was, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we'll have to put you in contact with them. Yeah, but, we uh, do. So anything else you want to share before we... Uh, no, that's it. Oh, I think we pretty much covered everything, but thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, I want a t-shirt. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. What? Um, yeah. Ask and you shall receive. Are you serious? Yeah. Thank so you. So there you go. You get a, a oh, shirt. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, I'm gonna wear this and post it inside my my yoga. I love your logo. No, I really yeah, do. It's, it's, uh, I really do. Something designed like a, you know. I have a. I'm not obviously a born like, and raised. I, I like the old English. Yeah, I'm not born and raised in Whittier, but I definitely have become. Uh, you know, I feel like it's it's becoming my second hometown. Right. And right. it's something, you know, I hope that it continues and it stays mm-hmm. true to itself. That I, it doesn't go off the deep end. I'm into right there with you. A flood of you know all. Um, DBs, yeah, DBs, yeah, we're, on the DL. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, there's very few eateries that I go to. Well, and, you do and, have to. Uh, Zumaya's is a great restaurant. I'm a big fan of Bizarro. 
Oh yeah, Bruce Shevardo is, is, is he's I a, met he's him a great at, guy. When he opened the one in La Puente, you know Valley. he's doing the Whittier Brewery. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's uh, he's a great guy. He's yeah. a really great guy. He's he's very authentic. He's a very grounded man. He's very humble. He's he's just he's a good person. No, yeah, he's I met him at the. Good. He had a, a restaurant that he had opened for a while there in La Puente on Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I went to a Mexican beer taste testing, a Mexican oh, nice. craft beer. Oh, that's nice. where I met him. At, oh, at a okay. Taste testing, but. You know, and I really hope, honestly, the best for Whittier at Uptown Whittier that it stays true to itself, that it doesn't mm-hmm. go off the beaten path and become a, you know, I get it. I get a bunch it. Of a bunch of capri pant wearing man and mad buns and <laughs> mad know, buns. none of that stuff. So Cut I mean, your wig. Cut <laughs> the wig. <laughs> put that on the chopping block. I know. But uh, so that'll do it for this episode then okay. of the Lodgecast. And I'd like to thank. Uh, Chef Denise Thank for you. coming by mm-hmm. and uh, gracing and these plates and I will put the pictures up for those of you watching the vodcast so until next time be well my friends <laughs>